0: Welcome to Realeron International Ministries Incorporated with Anne Elizabeth, where real people meet a real God. No lack. The earth is the Lord's and everything in it. Psalm 24, beginning in verse 1, reads as follows. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. For he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the floods. I like that, don't you? That where we live on this big ball called the earth, it is the Lord's property. Amen? Because, why? Well, how can you say the earth is the Lord's? Because he founded it. Verse 2. Amen? Amen. The Lord desires to be the supplier of your life. The Lord desires to bless you with good things, which is good news, isn't it? Yes, the Lord takes us all through various seasons, but eventually he brings us to a prosperous place, a big, wide open space, because we delight in him and that pleases him. God is the journey creator. Have you noticed that? And we definitely enter various seasons with him. In many of these places and seasons that he creates, we want out. Where's the exit sign, God? Because I don't like this season. I don't like this place. I think that I've been here way too long. Has God ever taken you into different seasons that you wanted out of? I'm sure we could all say yes. Many of these places we find ourselves are within the unfamiliar. We've never been here before and we're never coming back, right? The different, I don't like this. I like the old pattern. I, I don't like this new stuff. Sometimes the different season is lower, We go lower in life. Well, we don't like that, do we? Not at all. And maybe he takes us into a season of less. I did have this. I did have that. And now you find yourself with just a fraction, perhaps, of what you used to have. But God is making sure that all of us have what we need to last and thrive through the long haul. Say long haul before he blesses us with what is called prosperity. God has his eye on you, and he wants you to make it, and he wants you to be blessed, and he wants you to be a blessing. But his main concern is that whatever he gives you, you will remain with him and in safety. God is to be our continual constant throughout our lifetime. He's not to be a God we visit in the hard times and discard when everything's going our way, you know? Like uh something you take off the shelf and hug when you have a problem and then you put it back in your shelf when you don't feel the need, or maybe you just stick him in your closet somewhere behind your shoecase. God is not to be that. He is to be our continual constant throughout life You know what else would be categorized as a continual constant Is your heartbeat Have you noticed that? No matter what you're doing you're not, you're not thinking about making sure your heart is beating But right now if you sit real still You can hear your heart beating or maybe feel it But it's something that you don't control You know we control breathing but we do not control the heartbeat Well, God is to be like that heartbeat He is to be our continual constant through life We are here to do life with God You know, God wants to be in your life Involved in every every single area of your life You know, it's like, well, God, I'll I'll let you in my business, you know because you bless my business, but you can stay out of my closet and you can stay out of my porn magazine collection. But God's like, no, I'm going to bless your business and I'm going to help you clean out your closet of iniquity because iniquity will cause you to lose your life on earth and eternity. And I did not create you for that purpose. So we can't say, God, I invite you into my marriage, which is going south, and he wants to have sex every night, and you don't want anything to do with him in that way. You just want a, basically a male friend. And God wants to fix all the aspects of your marriage, including your sex life. And we have to let God in these areas and ask him, what should we do, God? You know? And we are also here to do life with people. A lot of people, they don't like people. I don't like you. You don't like me. Or maybe you did something and now I'm offended and I'm going to... Well, I'm not going to follow you anymore. So I'm going to just click you off my Facebook uh, friends. You know, we need to grow up and get over things and realize that people do things. They're not trying to offend anybody. It just happens. You know, the Lord wants all his people to be solid have you ever went for a walk and you were walking on maybe some uh, brick pavers and everything feels nice and solid under your feet and you're jaunting along and all of a sudden crunch? Uh, there's some kind of problem with the brick pavers and you almost fell over. Well, that's not fun, is it? It's not completely solid then, is it? It has to be repaired and fixed in those areas so that all the paver bricks are solid. And you don't have that problem of being imbalanced, falling over, and perhaps breaking something. You know, and God wants us to be solid. No matter what we come up against or what we go through. No matter if we get married one day and two weeks later we're at a funeral of somebody we love. And, you know, on and on it goes. Life has its cycles. Say cycles. And we go through all of this stuff. Um, every one of us goes through different things in life. And God wants us to be solid through them all. And he wants every one of his created ones here to be biblically literate, to know the Bible for themselves, to be good and solid citizens that obey this Bible and obey the God of the Bible, Jesus Christ. And he wants everyone to thrive in their God-given placements upon the earth. He has a very special place for you. You know, I'm sure maybe you're familiar with Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. It states, I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. I know them, and they're good to give you an expected end, E-N-D. So God puts you on a program to reach a goal, right? And the end will be glorious, and God changes the sceneries on our roads. Have you noticed that? We'll be going along one um, vein, so to speak, and all of a sudden we turn the corner and, wow, this looks different. And he begins to draw things a little differently, perhaps bring us into clearer vision. Um, you know, I just see right now like an eye doctor machine, and I see the Lord uh, refining and clarifying the vision of many out there. And he is drawing things differently and showing you things you've never known. God is an adventurist, and he will continually reveal himself to you in different and various things throughout life. He's amazing. He also adds new dimensions of color in the void and missing areas of your life. You may say, this can never come back to life. I've been dead in this area for years. But you don't know God. You know, God is not the God of the dead, but of the living. And so whatever is void and missing in your life, when and if it's God's plan to resurrect something or to bring in something new, he will. And everything that he does for his people is in the best interest of that person. That's how much he loves you. And the Lord does not want his people to lack, which is great news because he is The absolute provision of all existence. Apart from him, nothing would exist. Through him, everything consists. He holds it all together. You know, lack defined is the state of being without. Or not having enough of something. It's being deficient. The absence of want, need, dearth, insufficiency, shortage, shortfall, scarcity, paucity, unavailability, scarceness, undersupply, deficit, scantiness, sparseness, inadequacy, shortness, deprivation, destitution, famine, drought, and poverty. Now, none of us like those words, do we? We don't like lack. But the good news is God will eventually cancel the lack in our life, and bring in abundance. You know, in the book of John, chapter 10, verse 10, it says, I came to give you life more abundantly. This is Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is life, and he came to give us abundance. Abundance defined is a very large quantity of something. Plentifulness, lavishness, bountifulness, opulence exuberance and luxuriance. The Bible is clear. The Lord desires his people to be blessed. Third John chapter 1 verse 2 reads, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospers. God has made it very clear. He wants us prosperous and healthy and Biblically literate people The Lord wants our souls to prosper By reading, studying, obeying, and keeping The Word of God on a daily basis Then, when God feels you are ready Yes, you He will add prosperity So keep enjoying your journey with the Lord And trust Him for all you need and desire You won't be disappointed (music) Rieloran International Ministries, Incorporated appreciates all of its faithful covenant partners and wishes each and every one of you a beautiful life with Jesus. Please visit Rieloran today at www.rieloran.org.